0: don't hesitate. I used it. You should go over here and start using it now. What are the top three lessons
1: that um, you guys learned or took away from InvestFest? Ooh, who
0: wants to go? Um, I'll, start. Um, I'll start.
1: I'll start. I think, um, you know, I always listen when billionaires speak. Um, I listen when everybody speaks, but I'm very, very attentive when billionaires speak. So That was like
0: a, a, a stunt right there. No, that's reality. I mean, how many people have conversations with billionaires?
1: No, not having this conversation when they speak. speak. I don't have to have a conversation to hear somebody (laughs) speak. Got you, got you, got you. So, um, I didn't have a conversation with Dan Cathy, but I heard him speak. So when Dan Cathy, he was using a lot of analogies, and he was saying how, um, you know, uh, an orchestra.
2: uh,
1: Every every person in the orchestra has to has to perform at a high level for the music to sound how it's supposed to sound. And he said, never dumb down the music based off of the talent of the orchestra. Get better talent in the orchestra to fit the composition of the mo- of the music. Mm-hmm. That's extremely valuable, Jim, for entrepreneurs, business owners, just people in general. Yeah. Another thing that um, I took away was Tyler Perry. When he told us about um, partnerships, working together, and he was like... The problem that most people have is they try to get too much too fast. Mm -hmm. He's like, there's nothing wrong with getting small pieces because you're getting small pieces. Yeah. yeah, yeah, He's like five, 10, just small pieces of of different things, as opposed to just trying to get a large chunk of something up front, Mm -hmm. which could potentially ruin a relationship or ruin a deal. And I thought that that was valuable because he's somebody who has done probably the best job of maintaining his independence but he understands even that there's still value in collaboration, so even when he was talking about like you know working with b e t and he's like, you know there's certain he doesn't you don't have to do every single thing yourself mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying there's nothing wrong with partnerships, collaborations, small pieces here and there, and the way he kind of broke it down, it made a lot of sense to me, even you know him working with Hollywood studios renting his his studio a lot so that was something that was real big for me as far as that that collaborative effort that collaborative piece that that he um that he said and then also from Steve Harvey what I got from him was that um perception is not always reality but you can't worry about that you just got to keep going and when we told the the white house story which we'll be putting that out soon but people are very fickle And people will love you today and they'll hate you tomorrow, but you can't worry about that. Like you can't, you know, worry about what people on the internet are talking about. You just got to stay focused on what you're doing because winners don't have time to talk about other people. Only losers talk about other people. Um, So if you're winning, you just got to stay focused, keep the blinders on, move forward and people will come back around. Even if they hate you today, they're going to love you tomorrow. That's just how it works. And that happened to him a few times, the Miss Universe thing, the Donald Trump thing. And now he's back on top. So yeah. you just mm-hmm. got to stay the course. So those are three things that I, I took away from three different
0: people. Yeah, that's incredible. So I'm, I'm going to start. Um, the first thing I wrote him down was the value of humility. And um, this is, re- it was so random. I was walking out of backstage, actually going to the vendor marketplace, And I see this gentleman with uh, this sky blue brazer on. He had like four bags in his hand. And I saw like one of the staff just randomly walking with him. And the young lady walked up to me and said, can you help this man? He's trying to find the speakers where the speakers are supposed to go. And I looked at her and she had no idea who the gentleman was. And I looked and I said, Mr. Kathy, I'll take it from here. I'll, I'll walk you where you need to go. And uh he looked at me and said, Hey, how you doing? Uh, what's your name? I'm like, Troy. I'm like, pleasure to meet you. And he was like, Oh, pleasures online. Uh, here's a card. He gave me a Chick-fil-A card. <laughs> Dad Kathy is the is the former CEO of Chick-fil-A who passed it down. He obviously he had a, a conversation with Dave Shands, but he was just he was just trying to find his way, right? And um, so I I noticed the bags. He had about four bags, and I said, Look, what what are all these bags? And he said, Um, I was just walking around the marketplace and people just kept giving me things. So I kept taking it. I actually got a cool cigar. And in my mind, I'm like, wow, like this guy, it literally the wealthiest man in that room was, was Dan Cathy walked around unassuming. It felt like it was an episode of undercover boss. <laughs> I'll be honest with you because every time he walked, no, no one realized who he was. I mean, he had, it was, he, had a, he had a badge on very with his name on it. And people still didn't realize it was him and i was just like wow even with that like the humility that he showed every time he met someone it was so impressive it was how are you doing nice to meet you what do you do what brought you here what do you like are you like i watched him get. i introduced him to to, uh don peoples and i i was in awe because they're having this billion dollar conversation right in front of me he wanted to know about the affirmation tower uh, Donahue Peoples wanted to hear about what he was doing in the west side of Atlanta. And I'm just yeah. sitting there like, this is what InvestFest is. Like these type of conversations, putting people in positions in their rooms where these conversations could be facilitated. And even after that, he looked at me and said, Thank you for showing me around. I appreciate it. Let's take some pictures. And I'm like, wow. Like to have his level of success, but to also have his level of humility was incredible. So that was my first thing. The second one and i kind of live by it and um i know Tali, he gets frustrated with me sometimes but it's look I, I look at the sky i look at the sky and i and steve referenced it when he gave that reference uh, of looking at the wall and, and tyler kind of gave it during when his interview when he's like if i'm looking at the lights i don't know what people are doing in the seats mm. so i got to focus on the lights so like anybody's saying anything like i always and Ian, you know there's like you say something about me man. you're not going to hear reply because i know what the focus is yeah, you mastered that I cannot be, I will not be, not that I cannot be distracted. I will not be distracted. Um, And so just having that laser focus on the bigger picture, the bigger vision and not being distracted, not letting anybody take me off my path. Um, And so to hear him confirm that I was like, ah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's it's not the easiest thing to do, but I know it's the right thing to do. I know. Good it's point. Like,
2: I'm learning. Trust me, I'm yeah. trying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like yeah, we we go yeah. we
0: go back and forth with that. Like, nah, some things need to be addressed right now because it need to be addressed. I'm like, nah, bro. Let's 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 just. Yeah. It don't matter. It don't matter. So we go back and forth. And the third thing was that impact has no boundaries. Like, mm-hmm. impact has no boundaries. The amount of conversations that I heard from the people who were in attendance this weekend was incredible, and the stories came from all over. They came from all types of different professions. They came from all different backgrounds. But you just never know. You never know what one episode or one piece of information can do. I actually, um, last night, was talking to a gentleman. I told him, I have to change my story now. I used to say that people were showing me like, hey, they made $100,000 in their brokerage account. And it was because of a piece of information. This gentleman last night said, Troy, I started listening to Market Mondays in April of 2021. Hmm. I have seven figures in my brokerage yeah. but y'all, I can't pay y'all for what y'all have done. Yeah. And so like, you just never know where the message is going or where the impact is going to go. Um, So that's why you just got to keep delivering. You just got to keep delivering and you gotta keep adding value and kind of like what we're doing tonight is just continuously be consistent with that. Um, because you never know, you never know what one piece of information can do for somebody.
1: Yeah, let me just follow up that real quick, Ian. Before you go to Dan Kathy, first of all, 7,000 people on YouTube hit the like button, please. I love you guys. Dan Cathy situation is interesting. He came early, that's one. So, Dan Kathy's worth seven billion dollars. You should know that because it's important. Um, so he came early, he's on time, he's early, and he has a uh, a he has a suit on. He's very unassuming type of guy, like probably like five, six, something like that. Five, seven. Um, and he has a, a like a jacket blazer with, a, with a, a name tag. And his name tag said Dan T. Kathy. And the position, it didn't say CEO. It didn't say family. It doesn't say any of that. It says customer service. Mm-hmm. That's his title. Dan T. Kathy customer service. And he came by himself. <laughs> um, not, not one person. He came by himself with a Chick-fil-A bag and a Chick-fil-A name tag and uh, was just walking the vendor marketplace. So I say that to say there's a few different lessons in that. You never know who you're speaking to. Now, if you read the name oh. tag, you even if you if you didn't watch Market Monies and you didn't hear us telling you who Dan Cathy was, you might have really thought he was customer service. You might have thought he was mm-hmm. customer service. So he might have... There, a billionaire might have been at your booth having mm-hmm. a conversation with you mm-hmm. and you might have saw a customer service on his name tag and you might have thought that he was customer service for Chick-fil-A. Yeah. You might not have known
0: <laughs> that you was literally speaking to somebody worth seven billion dollars. It's not even yeah. Mike. That's the crazy part. It's not even Mike. He, somebody's listening to this right now because he was at the <laughs> vendor booth. Well, that's what, <laughs> you what I mean. Like, it's so I say that to say about that. I say that to say.
1: It's important to get to places early first. That's, yes. that's, a, that's, that's a, life a big question. team. Because all the vendors wasn't even there yet because it was before 10 o'clock. So it's important to be early because you never know what can happen. And it's important to just speak to everybody. Like you never know who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm.
0: you never know. Mm-hmm. You never know what can happen. Yeah, it was real undercover boys. The, the, the young lady... I was like, after I, I I was bleeding, I'm like, man, that, do you know what it is? She was like, nah. he, just, he was like, no, he just seems like he was lost. I'm like, okay, no problem. <laughs> He's going to be on stage in a little bit. He'll yeah. let you know who he is. All right, Ian, what, what's, your, what's some of your lessons?
2: Um, Number one lesson, um, combination of Steve and Tabidi. So it was uh, when Steve was like, don't focus on your haters. So when I was talking to Tabithi, um, you know, Tabidi cool as a fan. He's like, yeah, bro, like anytime anybody hate just help the people that love you more and help the audience more. And me and Ty and Dom and people was talking about, it, it's like, well, if we get any pushback, just take that energy and push it back into Red Panda into the community, to earners like to give more, make people more. So like the Supreme focus that Steve's has, um, I can see how he can take adversity and use it as energy and channel it into something bigger. Cause let's not like Steve has reinvented himself a couple of times and let's not act like he isn't one of the best business moguls there is right now. Um, lesson number two, um, I think it's really important. Even as you grow to show love and remain a fan of people that you were fans of before, like just I'm seeing, you know, me show love the keys trap, Matt, him 500 come through Maddie. Like, it's so much, because I know we always talk about collaboration, but not often do we go out of our way to express love. So Trap brought me out last year. He was about to go out. I grabbed the mic. I said, bro, I got to bring you out. Trap had tears in his eye. I'm like, bro, why? You dope as hell. Like you made room for me, created a path to make it easier for me. And then he returned in favor the next day. So I think Outwardly showing love and trap Tra- Tra- and I don't have like an affiliate arrangement or LLC behind the scenes. Like it's just genuine love between us. And I think if more people did that, I think the economies would become even bigger and will quintuple um in maybe a two or three year period because now you have synergy between audiences. And then number three, um, just help the most. that all the people that I saw who had the greatest impact, Tyler Perry, Steve, um, Dan they just help the most people. Um, That's why I got so emotional when I was on stage, like feeling that love from everybody in the crowd. Uh, Cause whether you've seen the show one time and you, you know, you don't like some of my takes, but you can't deny that like, I give my all to try and share like hedge fund level information to our community for free. So you guys can make money from it. And the outpouring, like when you're real, and I know people ask you guys all the time about building a brand, the core of it, like, in white communities, they may say authentic, be authentic. In our community, we'll say, keep it real. Universally, the more honest and real you are, the more people will gravitate to you. Like I met some brothers at the mid uh, business um, event pulled from Florida in real estate. They're like, hey, Matt doing a seminar. I'm like, Matt doing it? He's like, yeah, I'm like, man, I'll do it. He like, what you going to charge me? I'm like, nothing. If Matt doing it, I know y'all got to be legit. He was like, bro, I appreciate it. Did the drop there. So it's just like about giving more, but seeing how gracious Steve was taking time to say hi to everybody, Marjorie, like to be the whole team. I think the answer is, is just to give more, be kind and, and stay incredibly focused. I mean, it was a thousand gems I took away, but, but those were the main three.
1: Shout out to Dame Dash and DJ Envy. They had a moment also that was a, I saw when I trapped, he was like, he's watching it backstage <laughs> and he was like, yo, I just realized what y'all did. Like to me, that was one of the most legendary moments of InvestFest too, because Dame Dash helped set the tone. Of financial literacy, this whole movement seven years ago, however long it was, when he went on the Breakfast Club, shot the Wall Street Trapper with the five hundred dollar yeah. super chat, and he went on the Breakfast Club and, and had that, you know, that that episode, and he was going at Envy Conda, you know, he was having kind of a, you know, banter, but that's part of life, you know, brothers argue, yeah. brothers fight, but ultimately, you know, maturity always wins out, and Absolutely. I thought that that was very big of DJ Envy to say in front of twelve thousand people that. He he thanked Dame Dash and said that he gave him an opportunity early on, and he's grateful for that opportunity, and he's appreciation he has a high level of appreciation for Dame Dash. Yeah. So I thought that that was dope for that to happen on Invest Fest stage to come full circle, full circle moment for the culture. Um, no trap, get those on. Uh, trap, send send them the
0: Zoom link, please. Yeah, let's let's see. Trap, I'm about to send it to you right now, my brother. gonna be like, oh, yeah, come yeah. on, King. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're interested, just give the people five minutes, please. Let's let's see, let's see if he, he he pop on.
1: Let's get him on if he's interested in coming on. In the meantime, we'll get some questions going too, as we wait for uh, Trapped to do a last minute market Monday surprise. You said the
0: Trapped and Josh are so dope oh, too. Really like right. that energy, killing yeah. it. I mean. It, um, and he, he he was uh like, we had a great conversation about that earlier. He was just like, what that meant, right? It was like, coming where he comes from, speaking how he speaks, but giving so much information and so much knowledge and so much passion, it just meant so much to him to stand next to, you know, something or entity, right? Because when people think Josh Brown, they see Frank Holland, they think traditional financial mm-hmm. education and to have him on the stage and showing like, look, this is a way we can uh, educate our people as well. It was just a dope mm-hmm. moment, you know, like he can stand his ground with anybody in the field. Um, And so that meant a lot to him. And it meant a lot for us to make sure that moment Mm -hmm. was curated just that, that way. Um, So it was dope, man. Like that's our brother. Uh, We've been on this journey uh, for three years now, man. So to see his growth has been incredible to see the growth in all, all the, all the guys like him five hundred. we had a great conversation with as well. So it's dope, man.
1: always got a trick up his sleeve. (laughs) Always got a trick up his sleeve. I went to, I went to the Rick Ross's, Sprinter van, and I saw the recession-proof jersey. I said, I already say that.
0: We even say say that. that. We just like, I know what he's up to. He always got a trick, bro. He's got the mascots.
2: But but it's a good lesson, like, with an opportunity that big, like, even for me, like, the prep time for the stage show, like, for those of you who haven't seen me live, man, please, if the performance is fire, please put fire in chat and and let the people know. Like, you have, like, because people's like, man, I wanted to see you at the party. I'm like, I'm going to be real with you. If I don't perform, I'ma be with at the party with y'all every year, and never on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm You'll going at after the party.
1: Tyler. Yeah,
2: gotta push some shit out
1: every year and, and set the, the
2: bar higher on stage shows. Shout <laughs> out yeah. to everybody in the rebellion. So, and it's a good business lesson. When you have a moment when people are not looking at you as necessarily as a star or celebrity, right? Um, you have to perform like a star because I'm never thinking of people in the financial space, I'm like, shit, what if, what if the boy Drake come get up here and he he learned futures because he's doing a gambling thing.
1: Well, that's What if Cardi come up here? This is a good lesson that um, Chris Gotti, one of my favorite people, uh, he told us, he said, this is early on, episode number... His episode? 30, 23, 23, 23 of yep. Earn Your Leisure. And he said something that I'll never forget. And he said, um, you know when you go to clubs and like at the end of the club, They'll play like a local artist, like the DJ's just trying to break a record. Mm-hmm. But when you, when they play it, it doesn't sound the same because it's not mixed and mastered properly. Yep. So he was like, "The problem is that that local independent artist is not competing with local independent artists. They're competing with Drake, and they're competing yes. they're competing with Rihanna. So the quality of the music has to sound the same. And I I told Troy and I told Mike that early. We had was having issues with audio, and I told him, I said, look white cares that we just started a podcast. We're not competing with that's, people that just started a podcast. We're competing with CNBC. We're competing with, you know, all of these guys at the top. Like, that's our competition. Even though we just started, we're on the same podcast charts. So we yeah. can't say, oh, we just started, so, you know, give us some time. We have to compete with the people at the highest level if we want to be at the highest very, very level. Very important. Very important lesson. Yeah. Very, very I, important
2: you can't have any law, any business on it, please listen. Everything that you do has to be a level up. Cause like, honestly, people are picking between invest fest, baseball, not going live streaming. So you have to make it entertaining. Also to, to also deliver information that's impactful, that is practical and put on a good stage show is really tough but that's what our people are coming to see It's not just information. It's not just entertainment. You need a combination of both. And, and for anybody who joined off, I want to say this too. Once I get all the emails, you guys get signed up in stock club next week. Um, so I just wanted to make that announcement. So you'll be in next Monday after I get the emails. But make sure as a business owner, you shock on the same in the vendor space. Trap, phenomenal space. M500, phenomenal space. Like, and everything has to get bigger and bigger. You have to continue to level up across the board.
1: My graduates from my school being Forbes. Backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> <a> mic drop. <laughs> Backdrop. drop.
2: Save big on Brunch for Mom. All in the Kroger app.